You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. is presented by Home Advisor and Simple Green. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on now that we are officially moving into what we call the dog days of summer here in the Northeast? It gets really hot and sticky. And, uh, you know, if you live in South Carolina, you're probably thinking, we call that Tuesday, you know, (laughs) but up here... It's uh, it's pretty much uh, in the most miserable part of the summer, and uh, therefore, we're probably not thinking about doing a lot of outside work. We're enjoying the central air conditioning. But whether your project is inside or out, we would love to help you take some steps to get it done easier, quicker, faster, make sure it's going to last longer, make sure it's going to come out right, help you get over those humps and bumps in the project, those surprises when you tear open the wall and go, oh, my God, I didn't count on that. What do I do with it? Is it a leaky pipe? Is it termites? What's going on? If you've got questions, that's what we do. We're here to help you as your home improvement coaches, your remodeling directors, your decorating diva. Well, there's only one decorating diva here. That's Leslie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be you. <laughs> nah. Now, you don't want my decorating advice. I, I turn to Leslie with my decorating <laughs> needs as well. But hey, whatever's going on in your house, we'd love to chat with you. We'd love to help you get it done. The number to get in touch with us is... 888 Money Pit. That's 888-666-3974. So coming up this hour, it is usually this time of year that homeowners grow pretty tired of paying high water bills to keep their lawns looking lush. It doesn't have to be that way, though, if you choose drought-resistant grass. We're going to tell you about drought-resistant grass because it's something that you might want to think about adding to your lawn this fall. Hey, and while we're on the subject of lawns, do you hate seeing weeds in your yard and garden? Well, they kind of feel like they're your enemy, but they're actually holding clues that will help you take your garden back. We're going to share some tips on how to read your weeds for gardening success. And cleaning is a nonstop task for virtually every homeowner and usually requires a lot of different cleaning products, including those with harsh chemicals. We're going to share a single non-toxic cleaner that can safely remove dirt and grime on hundreds of surfaces without harming you or the environment. But first, we want to hear from you. Yeah, what are you guys working on this summer season? How are you getting your money pit in tip-top shape so that you can actually enjoy it and maybe not spend all the time working on it? Whatever it is, we are here to lend a hand. So give us a call anytime at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Lori in New York is on the line with a gardening situation. Tell us what's going on. I have a uh, rose bush in my backyard, which attracts a lot of Japanese beetles. And I was wondering if there's something that I can do to get rid of the Japanese beetles 
to stave the tree. Well, yeah, I mean, there's traps for that. And the traps work very well. They're usually scented or they have some sort of a chemical attractant for the beetles. And the beetles are essentially, will essentially walk into the trap, fall into a bag, and, and that's that. Uh, one company that makes them is called Rescue, R-E-S-C-U-E. You can go to rescue.com and take a look at the Japanese and Oriental beetle trap. I've used the Rescue products on uh, wasps and bees and always found that they worked really, really well. And uh, we've seen these folks at many of the trade shows that we go to, and they always seem to have a very good quality product line, and they're very serious about making sure their products work well. And uh, I think that you'll that would be a good place for you to start, the Rescue Japanese Beetle Trap, rescue.com. Very good. Thank you very much. I'm going to try that as soon as I get off the phone. I will look at their website. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. John in Kentucky's on the line with a trim question. What's going on? Well, I have got um, a house that's built in the 70s, and it had really dark uh, varnished trim on it. Okay. And the guy that uh, sold me the house, I guess, you know, when he decided to put it up on the market, he just painted it all the trim white. And I think he just put, like, one coat of, of latex on it or something. The problem with, with it is if you brush up against it, the paint peels off of it. Um, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, when we're moving stuff from room to room or something like that, yeah, you just barely touch it with something, and it... Probably didn't sand it or anything. Right. He just made, you know, because uh, real estate agents will tell you to paint everything white. Yeah, but it's probably, it's like it's like trying to paint over Teflon, John, you know, when you, when you don't, it's too smooth, and it didn't wasn't going to really bite. So what you have to do is really strip it off completely. You have to take off the old paint. You have to sand down into that varnish coat a bit to rough it up. And then what you have to do is prime it. The primer is very is very important because the primer is going to be the glue that sort of makes the paint stick. It will adhere well to the old varnish as well to the paint. And that's going to make the difference on giving this new paint some durability. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I don't want to do because it's all the trim in the house. And right. I can't go and okay. sand and strip all that. So what I was hoping... Uh, could be done is um, if there's like a heavy enamel paint or something that would be tougher and wouldn't scratch off as much? No, because you have a a layer in there that's not adhering to the substrate, which in this case is the original trim. So anything that you put over that is only going to be as strong as the first layer that was on it. And that's not sticking. So I would not make the problem worse by putting another paint on top of that. It's just not going to work. Okay. Thank you for your help. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Catherine in Rhode Island's on the line with a leaky roof. Tell us about the problem, Catherine. Um, I have a, a small uh, hole, like, in the ceiling, in the corner of uh, the back of the house. And um, I was just wondering if, uh, when I go to have it replaced, uh, how much of the plaster they're going to have to take down. So you say it's a small hole. So this is a hole that was caused by water damage? Uh, yes. It's um, coming from the roof. I'm going to have to have a new roof also. How old is the roof that you have now? Uh, the roof is about 20 years old. Okay. Well, it might be at the end of a normal life cycle. Uh, in terms of that, that ceiling space, um, you don't have to take a lot down. How, how big is the hole that you have right now? 
I would say it's about uh, eight inches across. Eight by what? It's just like a slit. So there's nothing open. It's just like a crack. Yes, it's like a crack. And then, and uh, water drips, but just from one area. It's just like a, sl- you know, a little drip. If it's not swollen or deformed in any way, then what you can do is you can add drywall tape across that crack which would be perforated. You use, it looks kind of like a mesh. It's a little sticky and it's like a mesh. And then you spackle over the tape. And so you can basically spackle this crack closed and then prime it and paint it without having to replace any of the drywall. Oh, really? Oh, well, thank you very much. I, I thought I'd have to replace the whole ceiling. No, nah, I don't let the contractors tell you it's any more than that. It's a real simple repair. If it's just a crack, it can be spackled, primed, painted, and you're good to go. Well, thank you very much, and I just want to add, I love listening to your show. I learn so much. I listen to it every Saturday night. Well, thank you very much, Catherine. We really appreciate it. Thanks again for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT, presented by Home Advisor. You can get instantly matched with top-rated pros for any home project and book appointments online for free. And just ahead, if you want to keep a healthy-looking lawn, you shouldn't have to do that at the expense of the local water supply. We're going to tell you about drought-resistant grass that delivers more green with less water after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix in the red bag. Make your next outdoor concrete project quick and easy. Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix. Look for it in the red bag. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on a beautiful July weekend. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now with your how-to question, your DIY dilemma. The number is 188-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Amanda in Connecticut is on the line with an AC system that's not doing the C part of the cooling. What's going on, Amanda? Hi. Um, I don't really know. I, it's a brand new system. Brand new as in the entire central air conditioning system is new to the house or just a new condensing unit outside? The new condensing unit. The house already had the venting in it, but it didn't have the unit. 
Okay, so they added the compressor outside, correct? And and right. who did this work? Was it a contractor? Uh-huh, yeah. Did they not test it to make sure it was working? Uh, they said they would come back when it was hot, and so I called them and the hot day, and they came back, and um, it just it just didn't cool after four hours. And he told me it was because the uh, house is an older house and that the, the returns are on the outside of walls and makes it, you know, harder for it to cool down, longer for it to cool down. Well, look, you hired these guys to complete your cooling system. So any good contractor is going to look at the house and they're going to identify any problems with the size of the ducts or where the ducts are run. They're going to make sure that they're sized properly. Do we know that the the compressor is actually working outside? Yeah, they did came they came back again after that and made sure that it had the freon in it and checked to make sure that it was working properly. Well, obviously something is not working properly, okay? It's either the compressor or there could be something with the way the ducts are installed. I can't begin to diagnose it for you except to tell you that it's not right. The contractor should know better than this. I don't think you're getting the best advice or service from this contractor because it shouldn't be that difficult for an HVAC contractor to figure out why a house is not getting cooled. This is their business. So uh, if you're not getting over with these guys, you might want to think about bringing in another contractor to get a second opinion. Maybe not even share with them that you had uh, this unit installed recently and see if they can figure out why it's not cooling. See what kind of advice you get. But it seems to me that this first contractor had a responsibility to uh, to do what it takes or at least to complete the job or advise you if there was something that was going to prevent the compressor from cooling the house, then why were they willing to sell you the compressor in the first place? You see what I mean? They're the experts here. He's saying to me that four hours is not a long time. That's not true at all. I, I pretty much said I had to go outside to cool off. <laughs> uh, listen, I would get another contractor or an expert in there uh, to find out why exactly it's not working, take a look at all the things that impact cooling, uh, and then at least you'll know what was done or not done, and you can take it from there. But it doesn't sound to me like you're getting the best advice here. Thank you, and I love listening to your show. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much, and I hope, we have, uh, we hope we've helped you out. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Jeff in Illinois on the line who's dealing with a ventilation situation. What can we do for you today? Yeah, I should vent, vent a little bit because I had to insulate that attic up there. Okay. Yeah, so, um, so you know, it's an old addition, and then when they built it, uh, they, they covered the old gable up. And so when I went up there to insulate this uh, spring, I had to kind of cut a hole through the old gable end to get into the addition. Okay. And... Um, so my question is, do I need to, like, should I keep cutting away at that, or do I, uh, how do I properly vent that? I don't want to cut the whole thing out, because I suppose there's some support there. Okay, so they basically, when you add the addition, they added it onto the gable end of the old roof. So when you go up in the attic, you kind of see the old roof structure and the old gable end where the vent used to be, correct? Right. In fact, and I couldn't get through there. I mean, there was the vent was too small for me to get through to to get into the addition to insulate. Oh, so there wasn't even any access in there to insulate. And they didn't insulate when they uh, built the addition? They did. They did insulate. But, but uh, you know, how they um, how they actually uh, got it in there, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't get to it. I know that. The answer to your question is that you want to basically treat each space separately in terms of ventilation. 
then the best type of ventilation is actually no longer do we consider gable vents to be the best type of ventilation. The best type of ventilation, a continuous ridge vent that goes down the peak of the roof matched with soffit vents at the overhang. So this way we take air in down low, we run it up under the roof sheathing and exit it at the ridge. And that cycle will repeat 24-7, 365. Yeah, the only problem is there's no soffits in this house. All right, so if you did want to improve the ventilation, you could use a, a type of vent called a drip edge vent, which would require a little bit of carpentry. You'd have to extend or actually re-shingle the bottom layer of shingles at the edge. Uh, but the drip edge vent actually extends that roof line by about two inches and creates a continuous soffit. And if you go to uh, airvent.com, uh, that's the website for uh, the uh, certainty air vent companies. I know they've got a, a good diagram of one right there. So, so that's the way to improve that. Now, if you if you can't do that or you don't want to do that for right, all the obvious reasons, and maybe you're not seeing that you have a big you know ventilation problem right now, then I guess what I would suggest to you is to put in the ridge vent since that's something that you can always do, um, and then couple that with as many other roof vents as you can. Jeff, thanks so much for calling eight 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 Money Pit. Well, now that it's quite warm out, you may be using tons of water on your lawn to keep it green, and that can definitely take a toll on your wallet and the water supply. It's been estimated that the demand for water has increased more than three times in just the past 50 years, and that's going to keep going in the decades ahead. Well, the good news is that new drought-resistant grass species can survive on reduced or even limited water while still maintaining overall plant health. So to find this grass, you actually just need to look for products that are endorsed by the Turf Grass Water Conservation Alliance. I know that's a lot. It's the TWCA. You'll see it on the packaging. Now, these folks are an organization that are aimed at saving billions of gallons of water each year. And one way they do that is by testing plants, grasses, shrubs that claim to save on watering. And then they give their stamp of approval to those products that actually meet their stringent criteria. Yeah, it's a really good organization. We've got the details on moneypit.com. Just Google Money Pit Drought Resistant Grass. You'll find our post with all the links you'll need. 888-666-3974. Give us a call right now. We are ready to take your home improvement question. Now we've got Janet and Georgia on the line who wants help with a decking project. What's going on at your Money Pit? I just had a deck built last month and... um Already some of the boards are kind of shrinking because it's been raining on and off a little bit. Right. And I was I was wondering when it would be the best time to stain the wood. Is it that I'm staining it against the water or I'm just staining it in general? Okay. Do you know what material your deck was made out of? Uh, we bought the wood at Home Depot. It was supposed to be a pre-treated wood. So just a pressure-treated lumber. Pressure treated, that's correct. Okay. So really what I always do with the pressure treated lumber, just because of the fact that, you know, they inject a different type of chemical into the wood itself to make it weather resistant. So it can be a little wet. And since you're dealing with a high moisture situation in your weather anyway... You might just want to give it the summer season to sort of dry out as best it can. And then in the autumn, when you're dealing with some drier, low humidity weather, it could be a great time to put a finish on it. Now, you do want to let it dry out. So if you're dealing with some wet weather as you're getting into a weekend that you want to work on the project, wait until you've had a good few days of dryness and you know it's going to be dry the day you're working so that that wood does get a chance to dry out. 
And then depending on how it looks and the look that you want, I definitely wouldn't paint it because paint is just going to sit right on top of that lumber and then just peel off throughout the winter season and, you know, you'll have to do something again in the spring. Right. I really didn't want painting because I, I just like the look of the wood and I know that there's something that I have to do every so often they tell me every year I'd have to stain it or something. It really depends on what manufacturer's stain that you buy. And keep in mind there's solid color stains and there's semi-transparent stains. So if you want to see the grain in the wood, you'll want to go with something more semi-transparent so that you'll actually get some color or just some natural tone and you'll be able to see that grain through it. And you want to apply it just in the way that the manufacturer says. And you're probably going to get about three years on horizontal surfaces, maybe five on vertical before you've got to tackle it again. Depends on how dry that lumber is on that decking when you do, you know, put the stain on. Okay, that sounds good. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right here, always have somebody standing by at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, weeds in your yard and garden hold secrets to gardening success, but don't yank them out just yet. We're going to have tips to help you understand what your weeds are actually saying after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. 
Making good homes better. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. On a warm July weekend, give us a call right now with your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEY-PIT presented by HomeAdvisor. Hey, do you need new flooring in your kitchen or your bathroom? HomeAdvisor will instantly match you with the right pro for the job for free. And hey, Leslie, speaking of pros, you had some pros working on your outside room, your outdoor living space, your backyard. I know it was happening all spring long. Have you been enjoying it this summer? Oh my goodness, so much so. We're eating breakfast out there. We're enjoying the space. And it's interesting how when you reclaim sort of three feet here and three feet there, how much more space the yard actually seems to have. Right. And the kids went from complaining about having no space to run around. And granted, I'm on a 40 by 100. I am on the smallest lot allowed in my village, and my house is 100 years old. So I've got nowhere to go. And all of a sudden, the kids are running, and they're loving it. But now I'm at a point where I really... All I've ever wanted is my own bathroom. So I'm debating, do I invest a little money into this house since the yard is lovely and we love the space and we love the location and make my bedroom a little bigger and get that bathroom? Because truly, that's the only expansion I'm going to be allowed to do to my house without causing all kinds of problems in the village. And I still need a variance to do so because, okay. you know, I occupy the full amount of my property as is. Well, and that's common with a lot of homes in older neighborhoods, too. because True. Because you couldn't build that house on that lot today because the setbacks are are, not, are, are just a lot greater than what they are. So that means that if you're going to do anything on the outside of that building, you're going to need a variance, which really complicates things. Well, and then here's the question. The village I live in, the taxes are very high. It's just the nature of the beast. My house, I'm very lucky. It's on the low side. So every time I look at a new house that gives me the extra bathroom, that gives me the little bit more space I want, the taxes suddenly skyrocket to 20, which is not anywhere close to what I pay. So I'm trying to figure out if I do this slight expansion on my house and get the bedroom a little bigger and get my own bathroom, what does that do to my taxes? I don't want to go from 11 to 16 or 18 or 20 when I could have bought the slightly bigger house with a bigger yard and been at that tax bracket. It's hard to understand. And I've put in an email to the village. I've asked appraisers. And the answer I keep getting is, you don't know until you do it. Well, here's the thing. First of all, I think it's safe to say that that is going to be the most expensive bathroom imaginable either way. <laughs> right? You just oh, want to get, sure. you want to get one more bathroom. And either way you do, it's going to cost you a boatload of money because of the tax situation. But you know, taxes are based on home value. So it's really going to come down to what the home value is. So it shouldn't be that hard to figure out. If you have a friend that's in real estate and say, look, you know, what's the difference between a house like mine with one bathroom in this neighborhood and a house like mine with two bathrooms in this neighborhood? How much is that going to increase, you know, potentially the sales price and understanding it's a point in time number, right? So it's only going to be what it would be worth today, tomorrow, the next day, the next year, 10 years is going to be different. But let's just set a point in the map for just today to figure this out. So then what you can do is look at your tax rate and calculate what the difference will be, assuming that the tax rate is the same again. And that will tell you what the new taxes approximately should be, because it's going to be based on what the value of your house is. And you can compare that number to what they are for another house you might move to. But you just got to predict what your home's value will be after the renovation and then adjust the taxes accordingly. And this way you'll have both numbers that you need. See, the I mean, village, you- the tax assessors, they're not going to commit to anything because then you're going to say, right. well, you told me it was going to be X. And they're going, well, <laughs> I'm just you know. trying to get an idea. But I think <laughs> to just get an idea, that's basically what you have to do. You need to figure out what the new value of your home would be in its newly remodeled state. And I think the best way to do that informally with some degree of accuracy would be to talk to a good realtor in the area because they have their finger on the pulse of home value. 
So there you go. And that, and that was Leslie's portion of the money pit. Give me a call. Give us a call right now. (laughs) We have got the ability to help you guys with all sorts of things and we love doing it. So the number is 1-888 money pit. Now we've got Tracy in Hawaii who needs some help with a sliding door situation. What's going on? The slider door's got like, you know, it's, it's got grit in it. And I had sprayed it with something that was on sale. I don't remember because I got rid of it, but it it's like real, it hardened whatever it was. And it's very hard to, I want to, if I can find something to loosen it. And then what should I use on it that won't harden, you know, when I spray it? to make it easy. Well, first of all, what I would do is I would get a really stiff brush and I would try to I would brush those tracks to try to loosen up all of that uh, gunk that's there and then, you know, get a vacuum to kind of suck it out of there so you can kind of get the loose dirt out, the junk out of there. And then what I would spray it with is white lithium grease. It comes in a can just like uh, WD-40, but it's not. It's a little thicker and it stays around longer. And another thing that you can think about doing is if you can take the door out of the tracks, it makes the whole thing easier. But it's a bit of a tricky job because it depends on how your door is built, but generally you can lift it right out of the track. It'll make the whole thing easier to handle. Okay, that sounds wonderful. Well, are you seeing more weeds in your lawn and garden now that we've reached this midsummer season? You know, it's not uncommon, but knowing the type of weeds that you have can actually help you learn the best way to prevent them from coming back. So here's how you battle the five most common types of weeds. Now, are you seeing crabgrass? That's a direct result of cutting your lawn too short, scalping that turf. So what you've got to do to fix that is simply raise the height of your mower blades. I think, Tom, the problem is people think, oh, if I cut it really short, I only have to cut it X amount of times in comparison to this many times. Right, but it actually makes the uh, lawn grow more weeds and then it looks worse. So no, you can't you can't save time just by cutting the lawn as, as short as possible because it'll burn out that way and that's what leads to more weeds. Now, another one is something called the common plantain and it's not a banana. It's something that <laughs> happens simply because your lawn is too wet or it's slow draining in the soil just simply by the way your yard is graded and the quantity of watering. So if the lawn is too wet, reduce that watering, regrade so that it drains better or simply replace that area of lawn with a rain garden just because you know it's getting too wet and it's really not going to be changed until you, you know, address that situation. But that's a great way to fix that. All right, let's talk about one that I see a lot. It's called white clover. Now, white clover weeds happen because of the soil quality. If the soil Isn't that is that pretty little white flower. Yeah, though? the soil has very low fertility. You need to run a soil test, and then you add organic fertilizer as recommended, and that takes care of those lovely white clovers. And then here's my favorite one because I know that you have one, Leslie. It's called the creeping Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a completely different kind of creeping Charlie. And, and he's a really cute creeping Charlie. <laughs> Creeps up on you and scares mom. <laughs> he certainly does. I know. I could just see it. Well, creeping Charlie weeds happen because of too much shade. So if you've got creeping Charlie, you want to overseed that area with a shade-tolerant grass variety. That's going to make a big difference. And finally, let's talk about knotweed. K-N-O-T, not N-O-T, K-N-O-T weed. And that is caused by compacted or very heavy, thick soil. So for that, you want to aerate that soil and especially those areas that are prone to a lot of foot traffic and do that every single year. Now, if you're not familiar with the type of weed you're seeing, we've got a great resource for you, and that is the National Gardening Association. They've got a handy online weed library, lots of pictures to help you identify what you're dealing with. It is at garden.org slash weed library. 
Hey, now you can be on the air with us. Let us know what you are working on. Give us a call with your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here at 888 Pit. 888-666-3974. That's right. Give us a call anytime, and maybe you are working on a cleaning project this time of year. I feel like cleaning is basically just a nonstop task all year round. And if that's that way for me, it's probably that way for every homeowner out there. And you find it requires a lot of different chemicals and products and all of these things that are just not the best for you or your home. Well, we're going to share a single non-toxic cleaner that can safely remove tough dirt and grime on hundreds of surfaces without harming you or the environment. Next. You live in a body pit. Fit is brought to you by Sense. The Sense Smart Home Energy Monitor works like a fitness tracker, telling you what's on in your home and how much it costs, so you can save electricity and money. Learn more at Sense.com. Where home solutions live, welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now. We'd love to talk about what's going on in your Money Pit. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, and that's presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Never worry about overpaying for a job. Use HomeAdvisor's True Cost Guide to see what others paid for a similar project. That's all for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Kevin in Rhode Island has a question about keeping a basement dry. What can we do for you? I removed a downspout extension that took the water away maybe three feet from the foundation. Okay. And I replaced it because someone said it didn't look good. I replaced it with with a cement kind of water carrier wave, which is two feet. And uh, I noticed I have some water in the basement. So it's very damp. It's damp is what it is. Yeah. So I put a little crushed rock at the end of the extension, hoping that that would maybe... Uh, help out on the water dispersing down or something. Yeah, that's not going to do anything except prevent erosion. If you want to make your basement drier, you got to move the moisture away from it. You were you were on the right track with the downspout extension. Now, if you don't want to see that, you might want to explore the possibility of running your leader into a solid PVC pipe and running that underground, but it has to be pitched and then discharged somewhere. So it depends on kind of the shape of your property as to whether or not you could make that happen. But uh, I would rather see those downspouts extended away from the foundation wall than deal with the water that can accumulate in the basement as a result. Good idea. Well, cleaning is a constant task for pretty much all of us. And, and usually, if you think about it, it requires a lot of different cleaning products, right? You've got cleaning products for walls and floors and counters and everything bathrooms. in between bathrooms. And in our case, the shop. Well. True. We actually made a switch recently to using Simple Green, and I like Simple Green because it handles pretty much 90% of all of my cleaning tasks, both inside and out, but it's safe and completely non-toxic. Yeah, and I think what's important is that Simple Green is both a cleanser and a degreaser, and usually it's one or the other, but this is both, and it's safe for use on virtually any washable surface. You can handle spills, splatters, stains in both kitchens and baths, counters, walls, floors, and even your furniture, upholstery and clothing. There's no need to buy multiple cleaning products anymore. Yeah. And the other thing about Simple Green that's neat is it's concentrated and it's very economical. So I buy the one gallon jugs of Simple Green and, and in my local store, they're under 10 bucks. And you can use it straight out of the bottle for tough stains or check this out. You can make up to 10 bottles of general purpose cleaner or 30 bottles of cleaner for reflective surfaces. And that's a cleaner like for your countertop. So with my one gallon bottle, 
of simple grain concentrate, I could make 30 gallons of, say, any, of, say, of a countertop cleaner, right? And I'm not going to mention the brands, but I got to tell you, it would cost me a heck of a lot more money to buy 30 gallons of that stuff compared to what we pay for simple green. It's a product that really, really works. Yeah. And you know, what's so great about simple green is it's perfect for homes with families. It's great for the environment also. Now, in fact, simple green actually has earned the EPA safer choice label, which comes with a 100% money back guarantee. But this EPA safer choice label, Tom, that's not easy to get. I mean, you no. really have to be a certified product for this to happen. It really is. And, and that's another reason that I trust it. It's available in three cents. It comes in original as well as lavender and lemon. Simplegreen.com. Take a look at their website. They have got hundreds of different uses for Simple Green there. They give you the right concentrations for everything. It's amazing. I mean, you got mechanics using this to wash greasy parts and you got homeowners like us using it to clean bathrooms. I mean, it works for everything. In fact, yeah, I put some of this in my pressure washer when we were cleaning the uh, the patio. It was fantastic. I did a really good job, soaped it up nicely, cleaned it in a jiffy. So no matter what cleaning job you have to do around your house, Simple Green is the answer. That website, again, is simplegreen.com. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Give us a call with your home repair, your home improvement question, design question, renovation question, whatever it is you are working on. I'll always convince you to use the wallpaper. I'm just saying, give us a call. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here at 888 Money Pit. Coming up, are you spending more time on a porch this summer? Well, we're going to have some tips on the best way to paint those porches so that they'll last for many summers to come when the Money Pit continues. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to hear what you're working on. You can give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT or post your question on the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com, which is what Lori did. What's Lori working on, Les? She's working on a porch project. She says here, I want to repaint my wood porch floor and steps, but I have some moss growing on them. How do I clean the steps of the moss? And then what can I do to keep it from growing back? So good question. So first of all, you're absolutely right that if you're going to do a new painting project, you've got to get rid of that mold, moss, mildew, algae, whatever is growing on that surface because the paint is just not going to help there. It's just going to peel right off. It also says that you've got too much moisture going on and not enough drying. So the reason that it's happening, Lori, is I suspect that this particular area of the steps is in a fairly shady spot. Anything that you can do to get a little bit of sunlight in that space, maybe the trees have become a bit overgrown. If you can thin them out, you don't have to take them down, but thin them out so we get some light in there. That will help naturally reduce that. But before you paint, the moss has got to go. Best way is to use a moss remover. You could use 30-second cleaner, which works well, or Zinzer's Jomax cleaner. Both products are going to work quickly to get rid of that moss. Now, once it's gone, you want to make sure that you prep the surface well. That's the hardest part of painting. you got to sand it. you got to remove any loose paint. And then because it's a porch floor, I would recommend you stick with solvent-based or oil-based products. You want to put on an oil-based primer because it has really good adhesion. It's going to stick to that old paint and that old wood. And then you could put a good oil-based exterior floor paint on it. And the reason I say 
uh, to use the oil-based or the solvent-based over latex, even though it's a lot harder to clean up, it just is a lot harder finish. It's much more durable. Anytime you're going to walk on a surface like that, you need super hard finish. And latex just doesn't do it. Latex is pretty much great for everything else. But if it's a surface that you have to walk on, I always go with solvent base. So it sounds like you got that project under control. Good luck and let us know how it turns out. Yeah, and do it soon so you can enjoy the porch for the rest of the summer. All right, next up, we've got one here from Richard in New Mexico. Now, Richard writes, I have a Southwest-style home with a clay tile roof. Can I replace this with another material that still looks authentic to this type of architecture? Well, those clay tile roofs are certainly beautiful, and I'm not going to tell you that you can put on uh, an asphalt roof and have it look anything like the real clay. The asphalt shingles today have changed so much in the last decade, and now these dimensional shingles are made such where they have kind of like shadow lines built into them. So they appear to have more dimension, more depth than a flat asphalt shingle roof. So you could go with that as an option. But I believe there's also lightweight clay tiles that are made of composite. So if you do have to replace it, that that could be an option as well. Right, Leslie? True. I mean, I would go with something that looks like a traditional clay tile. There are several manufacturers out there that do a composite that has the same shape and shadow lines and look of a clay tile. One of them is Quarix. It comes in a couple of different clay color looks. I mean, it is made as a sheet or a tab and it installs differently than those tiles, but it's worth taking a look because you want to maintain that Southwest style. You've been listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show and Podcast. Thank you so much for spending this part of your summer day with us. If you tried to get through and you couldn't, sorry, we've been very, very busy for a summer weekend, but our lines are open 24-7. If you call and leave a message, we will call you back to answer your question the next time we are in the studio. Until then, enjoy the rest of this beautiful weekend. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.